Hello, and welcome to I Love It, Don't You? The podcast where friends share with friends whether they like it or not. I'm Elizabeth. I'm Kim. And I'm Man Voice Janelle. How are you doing? <laughs> this week I forced uh, Kim and Janelle to watch Friday Night Lights. I don't know, just a little background information. Uh, Friday Night Lights aired on NBC from 2006 to 2011. It's based on a nonfiction book called Friday Night Lights, and it was also made into a, a movie. With Billy Bob Thornton. Yeah. And Tim McGraw. The, pr- oh, the I don't care actress that. that plays uh, Tammy Taylor in the TV series also played her in the movie. Did she? Yeah. Colleen Britton was? She did. I did mm-hmm. not know that. Um, all right. So it didn't receive, like, it received a lot of a critical acclaim while it was airing. It did not receive a lot of viewers. The viewership was always good to average. And at the end of each season, they never really knew if they were going to come back for the next season. Most of my favorite shows are that way. Yeah, <laughs> unfortunately. Okay, and this will not surprise anyone. Uh, the show performed best with men aged 18 to 34. So. Oh, I figured you were going to say in the South. Oh, that's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Texas. Okay. Um, all right, so what did you guys think? Um, let's. I don't know if I want to start with Janelle. Start with Janelle because I've seen it before. Oh, yeah, you're right. Okay, so Janelle, what did you think? Well, first of all, if you hear coughing, if you hear hacking, if you hear man voice, or if you hear, like, gulping of water, that's me, because I'm sickly, <clears throat> and I sound worse than normal. So, what I thought about this uh, show, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. That's better than what, <clears throat> I think that's better than what I wanted. So, well, like, I mean, like, no, that's better than what I expected. <laughs> here's the deal. I feel like it's very much, at least for the first five episodes, I feel like it's a social critique of the football community. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, this is great to delve into because I come from a small country town um, that has a football rivalry with the city schools and puts way too much money into the football team and not other things, you know, to the neglect of other things in the school. And um, we currently go to a school that, like, has changed the academic schedule to cancel classes on one of the days for football. It's literally on the schedule. Football starter. And that grinds on me so much. I people are upset about that, but I really like it because I don't have to go to school or work that day. So. <laughs> I mean, well, that's nice, but it did annoy me when I when I found out that's why it was, we were well, closed. Yeah. Okay. Well, my thing is it's about priorities. Yeah. So to have a show that will go and talk about that and explore how other towns, you know, that this might be the only thing that they're holding on to. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the, it, it, the show delved... I, I, I ended up watching, I think, the first seven, maybe eight episodes. What? Um, <laughs> yes! <laughs> yes! Okay. Sorry. Don't think that this means that I like it. I okay. Don't care. <laughs> um, but you didn't do, just do five and out, so she was happy. No. Yes. It's, here's the thing, though. Uh, it, I like how it delved into, like, that the town used to have oil and stuff like that, and, and, how it destroyed a lot of people, and that kind of, I don't know that it actually says it, but it kind of insinuates that that is why they lean so much on football now, because it's basically the only thing they have left. And get on board or go home, you know? Um, so, to me, it's really interesting as a social commentary, but 
I think I understand why it would have only good to average viewership and they wouldn't be sure if it would get renewed because it's like that premise could wear thin really quickly because there's only like so many Friday night special like kind of plot lines that you can go through like I'm amazed that there's 23 episodes to the season this seems like something that it would you know you would want to make it into a 12 episode season and they eventually and have did it... cut episodes like okay. they eventually did have well, less episodes I don't know how you could get one 24 episode 23 24 episode season out of it much less four or five mm-hmm. seasons at all no matter the length without either feeling like you're dragging down in the mud and saying the exact same thing over and over again or watering it down into like a soap opera type drama you know Mm -hmm. so I enjoy it for you know the meantime but it's I kind of started slogging a little bit because it's like I don't know how you can continue to have plot lines well the thing is like um i kind of looked up some of like what the creative creators of the show like how they saw it and the producer berg the idea was to create a television show that exists as an exploration of human beings uh, rather than a chronicle of a football team's pursuit of glory so like the football is kind of just it serves as this backdrop to explore all these like middle american problems that people have so i think it's like so i mean i don't think it ever wears thin i don't think i can be objective i was gonna say i think i think it does that well like Mm -hmm. i think um to kind of get around some of the issues that could have happened like if they didn't change anything like a big thing happens at the end of season one that kind of flips things on its head for season two a little Mm -hmm. bit um then and they and they do that several times like mm-hmm. end up kind of shifting how the school districts are in mm-hmm. one season and yeah. and everything there ends up being changed. two schools in Dylan right and um, that cause that storyline is actually really really great cuz like the other school it's in the poor part of Dylan and it has most of the african american mm-hmm. minority students and they have a lot less funding so like that's such a good storyline right um and then also like they don't like divide they don't i don't don't think they did this they don't like divide the season like or the year into like because i know some shows with high school like Mm -hmm. sometimes they'll do like a season won't be a solid year but i feel like friday night lights does that and then they do have to deal with okay these kids that we've established are graduating what do we do now yeah and they do bring in new characters and they don't forget that these kids are in high school and so mm-hmm. through that and because this is exploring hum- humanity exploring relationships not in a soap opera way but um exploring mm-hmm. these people who are in in these situations in life and then they bring in new people who are in dire situations too and whatever and so it helps not to go down that soap opera road to me Mm -hmm. um i feel like this show does really well kind of we were discussing last week i think um no yeah last week um like kind of a show feeling real or a show going more the comedic aspect or whatever and i feel like friday night lights does um making you feel like it's real yeah 
yes, obviously there's some stuff that's not going to happen or whatever, but you can, I can tune in and I can believe that people would make these choices, that people would face these circumstances Mm -hmm. for the most part. Um, I really like Friday Night Lights. I've watched the whole thing. I watched uh, the whole thing this week Um, and then I watched the first five episodes again for this podcast. Like, um, I, yeah, I'm deep into season one now again, mm-hmm. which, cause I had been wanting to do a rewatch. I think I'd mentioned that to you maybe earlier this summer. Um, mm-hmm. but I just hadn't gotten around to it because I've been doing rewatches on a lot of other shows. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but so, um, yeah, I was happy to dive back into this and do a rewatch and fall in love mm-hmm. with the characters all over again and still dislike some of the same characters all over again. I found, like, new characters that I liked, though. Like, So um, far, I've been pretty solid on, mm-hmm. on dislike. who I like and don't like. Maybe, uh, yeah. So, I thought... Okay, first off, let's go with the first episode. I don't even know where... I want to... Let's begin with Jason Street, I think. And I, what I really want to know is, Janelle, did you see it coming? This is a big spoiler if you haven't heard anything about Friday Night Lights if you and if you don't want anything spoiled don't listen to this part it was in the first five episodes did you realize that Jason Street was going to get hurt on the football field I wasn't surprised that he got hurt and as soon as he got hurt though I was like yeah they're going to go the route where he's paralyzed okay Okay. (laughs) that was so predictable to me well okay because we have to make it as dramatic as possible because it's football but um, that storyline is actually inspired by by a real player that got foot hurt on a high school football team. And the producer, Berg, was actually at the football game where he broke his neck and suffered the same injuries that Jason Street suffered. And I actually don't think that it is cliche because there's so few stories about quadriplegics anywhere, mm-hmm. like anywhere. Right. So they are actually telling that story that no one else is telling. Like if it would have just been kind of a one-off and him mm-hmm. then not being in the show anymore yeah right yeah then then yes but mm-hmm. being that they actually follow that line and, and dive for into three it and seasons he- like and like kim doesn't like it and i didn't like it the first time i watched it but i feel like i have a new appreciation for his storyline now i'm fine with the storyline i don't like jason see i think that's like i i can't like i don't dislike him i don't think that he's the most likable character which i think is very fascinating because he's so humble like he has all these things going for him and he's not arrogant like smash and he's not brooding like tim he's just humble and he actually is a good guy um but i don't and I do, like, I do enjoy his storyline. But him as a character, I do think it's hard. What do you think about him? What do you think about Jason? Um, and I feel like a lot of his negative qualities don't come out till later. So I am interested. Somebody who's yeah. only seen the first seven or eight episodes, what do you think of Jason? I think he's pretty bland. See, I've thought about this before. And I've seen videos where people that are differently abled have been like, stop glorifying us. Stop acting like we should be somebody to look up to. Mm-hmm. I think it would be really interesting, and this is why I really like Herc, I love the, Herc other, so the other guy. Much. I love I him mean, so much. I mean, okay. I like it that they made him likable eventually, mm-hmm. but I like it even more that they made him a, a, a I can't say the and word on here, a jerk That's first. That's such a good point, because I love Herc. I love Herc more than I like Jason. Oh, yeah, yeah. I like Herc more than I like Jason. So, like, Did you really the first time point. you saw him, though? No. No. No, I found right. him super refreshing. I didn't. I don't, not that I liked him, but I found him super refreshing because it's like I feel like he was probably one of the most real people. Not not really. Um, 
let me backtrack that. Not one of the most re- relatable people in there, but like, I feel like he's probably more true to life than how we paint people that are differently abled. I don't know. I'm just guessing. But we always look at people and think that they're an inspiration. Mm-hmm. And not that they aren't, and not that they shouldn't be, and not that they can't be. Like, but we ex- we expect that, and it's so easy to fall into that. And so then for you to come in and be like, this dude is a jerk. Mm-hmm. I find that really refreshing, because people that are differently abled are people too. They're going to be every shade of the rainbow on personality, mm-hmm. just like norm- quote-unquote normally abled people are. Mm-hmm. So or walkies, as Kirk calls us. <laughs> <laughs> I need a walkie to come fix this. So I think he was really interesting. Mm-hmm. And as far as how Jason goes, like I don't think we had enough time with him prior to the accident to really get to know him. Because mm-hmm. I think, I feel like all you actually see him do is be interviewed by mm-hmm. yeah. the, the TV show. Mm-hmm. Crew or whatever. And it's interesting that he's not one of the first <clears throat> characters you're introduced to. The first three characters that you're introduced to, and in the order that you're introduced to, the, introduced to them, is Coach Eric on the football field, and then we see Tim Riggins, which I thought was pretty fascinating that he was the second character. And then the third character is Matt with Grands, who Aww. I love so much. <laughs> um, I don't know. It's it, And then you, the first time you mention Jason is over the radio, and you see us face and a newspaper um i don't know if we want to talk about that but i just thought that was fascinating that those were the first three characters that we see we're introduced to um so here's my hesitations with jason Mm -hmm. or why i don't like him like i feel like they do a very good job and i feel like i would probably kind of act the same way or worse if if that happened Mm -hmm. to me Mm -hmm. but it's just like he then has a chip on his shoulder, which is understandable. I'd have a chip on my shoulder, too. But, like, he just, to me, turns into kind of a mean person as the season goes on. Mm-hmm. And has, in some ways, a woe-is-me attitude. In some ways, he doesn't. But in some ways, he does. Mm-hmm. And it's just kind of like, he's try- he's trying in- to struggle and accept it. But at the same time, like, he's kind of dismissing everybody else mm-hmm. like the stuff with lila towards the end of the season mm-hmm. like some of that is really hard to watch but it's just like they've both changed so much they're right. not the kids they were before the accident right and it's taking both of them a long time to accept that right and they want to be so bad right but um but like Lila is going through crap with this her family. She is, yeah. And he's so wrapped up in himself, she, mm-hmm. he can't even see that. Like when she comes and surprises him when he's at um This is way beyond This is the, way. Sorry. <laughs> sorry. Sorry to know. Um at the quad thing. Yeah. Um she is, the ru- the she rugby not come off whatever. good in that. Yeah. We'll mm-hmm. see, but I don't think he comes off good in that either. Mm-hmm. Because and I have more sympathy for Lila. I didn't I didn't the first time I watched it until later on in seasons, but now that I liked her towards Right, you can run. watch it and have like, sympathy. I can, yeah, she still annoys me some in season one. But, like, she comes not to try and, like, catch him in anything or whatever. She comes because her family is falling apart. She mm-hmm. hasn't been able to get a hold of the most important person in her life. And she just needs to talk to somebody. Mm-hmm. And his first, when he first sees her, he's just defensive. Mm-hmm. And, like, what? why are you here? Why are you intruding on on me? And then it's after, like, a few minutes, he looks up and he's like, oh, wait, 
are you okay? Like, Mm -hmm. but her face the entire time, she looks like she's about to bust out crying from the first moment he lays eyes on her. Yeah. And his first response is just defensiveness Mm -hmm. and, and that sort of thing. And, and I don't remember all like in later seasons, but I just remember Jason was never one of my favorites. I just feel like he kind of, Mm -hmm. in a way, almost feels entitled after Mm -hmm. he becomes hurt. Mm. Um, and I don't feel like that that used shows up so much. Definitely not in the first five episodes because you're still just dealing with the injury. Mm-hmm. But kind of as he's trying to accept it and stuff, but like he almost just feels entitled, has a chip on his shoulder, yeah. kind of. I mean, thinks like he's got it worse than everybody, and he does have it bad. He I'm does. not saying he, he does he, have it pretty bad. He, but I know you're doesn't, not saying that. But it's just the attitude gets me. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I it's, would probably be a hundred times worse than him if any of that happened yeah. to me. But that's just some of my problems. Yeah, I don't see him as entitled, even though I can't really come up with evidence to, like, just, like, my feelings that I get from him and his actions, I don't think that, I just don't feel that way when I watch it. And the episode that you're talking about, it is really hard, like, that scene, and then also the scene when Lila kind of throws a fit when she's drunk. Right. That's hard because I feel so embarrassed for her, my heart kind of breaks for her. But I do love at the end of that episode, when they kind of make up and they kind of reconnect. And I think it's really sweet. Um, and, like, she admits, she's like, you're growing, and I don't feel like I'm growing with you. And he's like, you're the most important thing in my life. You, my love for you is the most important thing in my life. Like, nothing's more, maybe his actions don't always show that. Well, and I, see, and I think he's just, really sweet. like, I think he's trying to hold on to that because it's a piece of normal from before. Mm-hmm. And I don't. And why was beautiful? I mean, and, right. And and they have both changed a lot and mm-hmm. stuff. And so, I think like because he sees that as the only normal thing. Now he's, then he starts to to go towards rugby, the quad rugby thing. Mm-hmm. But it's not healthy for any of them, you know. Like that holding on to that relationship, mm-hmm. it's not. And and his reasoning, their reasoning for still being together, I don't think is is healthy. But. Mm-hmm. I'm definitely not a them shipper. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, I have yeah. two points here. Mm-hmm. So, first of all, from what you said, Jason's life pretty much follows exactly what Herc says it will. Herc says... I think that her, his parents do stay together. Yeah, but, I mean... They definitely have He's trouble. had that... And, like, Lila's always supportive of Jason. Yeah. Uh, they don't break up because she kind of checks that that's not really why I don't feel like that's really why I don't even I don't remember why they officially um, break up like because I've I've watched this one I remember so, so I remember some major things that I remember I why remember Jason kind of well, Jason like never mind it doesn't matter they did break up but it's not because Lila checked out and then what else did he say what happened I don't know but I don't it doesn't really matter okay, sorry. Okay. because my point is that Herc tells him what the the most likely roadmap is going to be for Jason's life and none of it's positive none of it's good and Jason's gonna have that hanging over his head I guarantee you Jason will remember those words and so anything that proves that will become confirmation bias and as we say in the psychology world da 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 and become a self-fulfilling prophecy I think Jason's going to act so that he can hold on to the things that he can get a hold of. So I'm guessing by hearing what you're saying too, Mm -hmm. that Jason gets into quad rugby, um, even though he's dissuaded by his family or doctors or girlfriend or whatever, all the above. 
I, I mean, I get it that I don't know all the circumstances, but it makes perfect sense to me that he would be defensive if Lila comes to a game and, and she's already expressed, like, distaste for the idea. Because he's going to want to hold on to anything he can get. Yeah. But she hasn't. She's been yeah. supportive in yeah, that. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And he just kind of, he goes off to, like, a camp thing and kind of gets involved and just... Yeah, he's trying out for the Quad Olympics. Right. And okay. And she's not able to talk to him as much. And, like, her family is falling apart. Her It's been, been revealed that her dad has and been having an affair. Is her dad the the stupid car salesman buddy, guy yeah. who okay, can't buddy, keep his mouth there, shut? There is totally, like, buddy, there are moments that I just really hate buddy. I even texted you and I was like, at one point, I was like, he's my least favorite character. Mm-hmm. But then... Like, see, the thing about all of these characters that I think is so fascinating is that you see them start off at one point, and then at, by the end of the five seasons, they've... Evolved you, and grown. Right. And, buddy, there's so much he can actually grow. <laughs> but at least at the end of season five, you don't hate him. I don't hate him anymore. Um, even though he does do some despicable things. I was going to think, I think it's episode nine that has the first moment where I um, like Buddy at all, mm-hmm. which is when... Um, Lila, it's been revealed about Lila and Tim's yes, um, I love affair, that moment so much. and all the people are giving are like picking on picking on Lila at a game, and um, her somebody, parents don't know what's going on, right? And somebody like throws water on her, so she goes and hides underneath the bleachers, and he goes underneath there, and she's like, "Dad, you've never missed a football game," and he's like, "There are some things that are more important mm-hmm. than football," and then she tells them like what she did, and he. He's so comforting about it. He doesn't shame her, mm-hmm. you know, because he can't. It sounds like. Well, okay, yeah, That's he true. probably can't. But at least he doesn't. He doesn't shame her. He doesn't judge her. He just loves her, and it's really sweet. It is a really sweet moment. Mm-hmm. He can be ter- he can be just ridiculous anyway, but it's a very sweet moment. Um, okay, I want to know Janelle's thoughts on Tim Morgan's. Yeah. I don't know. He's there's so many of these people in this show that I just don't know. Mm-hmm. Like, there's some people that I have strong opinions about, but, like, Tim, we've only seen really, like, I mean, you're supposed to have seen more than one side of him, I mean, it but takes he a doesn't long time. really act very different, no matter what side it is that you're seeing. It takes, so, a while, it takes a while to see different sides of Tim, and you do see some amazing sides of Tim Riggins, I think. Um, I remember, I, like, I just, I rewatched it recently for the first time. And I've, of course, been texting him on my feelings. And, like, I told you, like, I loved him, but I don't think I should love him. <laughs> and that was in season one. But then in season two, I'm like, oh, I can love Tim Riggins without shame. <laughs> right. Like, yeah, season one, you're like, oh, Tim, Tim. I mean, there are there some, one some thing. moments. One thing I will never get over is Tim Riggins' hair. Like, I, I don't like it. Like, he needs to wash it. He needs to cut it. He needs to do something with it. I want to see it washed every day, Tim. <laughs> Comb it. That's all I got to say about that. Like, his hair gets me. But My thing about Tim, though, is that I I think, even though I don't really have very many thoughts about him specifically, mm-hmm. I think they did it intentionally. Because uh, the last episode I watched was the one where Tim's brother and freaking, oh, what's her face? I don't like her. Oh, uh, Tyra. Yeah, Tyra. I love Tyra. I do not like Tyra. Tyra. See, one of that's my the favorite. thing, though, because Tyra becomes a completely different person. Yeah. And, like, seeing her change 
it's I think seeing those characters change is part of why I can love them so much is because I can kind of I can see their growth. She, yeah, and she it makes them deep, so complex much. characters. Currently, I do not care about jailbait Tyra. That's fine. So <laughs> I didn't either at this point. At I all. didn't like her at this I point hated either. Her yeah. At this point. The thing is, though, I really like the moment with her and Tim's brother, and I think this this talks a lot about Tim, where they're planning um, the anti-homecoming party um and tim's brother and I, I like how it was written because it's not i mean it's exposition but it's not like heavy just gives this really concise rundown of how crappy his in life tim has and tim's lives have been with their father um i, th- I think just leaving right <clears throat> their father just up and leaving and then their mom doing the exact same thing that Tim's doing. <laughs> um, just, I mean, somewhat. You know, both of the brothers are just, like, drinking themselves so much. Okay, they live in death. a frat, ha- frat house, for real. Like, that's just a frat house. Yeah. In. For two. But <laughs> for two, yeah. Frat house for two. No dues. <laughs> oh, fun fact. Not really fun. That house is actually as dirty as you think it is. And people are actually getting sick. Like, during filming, they had to bring a doctor on set. Oh, nice. Huh. Mm-hmm. But just, you find out in, like, a minute, you know, about Tim's mom, about Tim's dad, and why Tim is staying with his irresponsible older brother that gives him alcohol, and it really kind of speaks to Tim's character, why we don't hear anything out of him, why he is drunk all the time, because he just doesn't care Yeah. Um, to numb the pain. Like, it's stereotypical, but, like, I think it was really smart that they make him pretty non-expressive most of the time um so i don't know i found him interesting but not from him i found him interesting from what other people say like the first time like most of these characters the first time i watched it it took me a while to like love them or whatever mm-hmm. but then now that i've seen all of it and then like rewatching, like you know you see different you see them in a little bit different light mm-hmm. because you rem- you know what they become or or more about them or whatever. So, like you know, like I just see like I'm I don't I don't approve of Tim and Lila getting together like they did. No, but I do see like Tim did fall for her yeah. hard and fast. Mm-hmm. Um, and maybe Tim always had a slight crush on her though because they've all been friends for years or whatever. Right. Um, but it's just. Like and the first time I probably didn't pick up on that as much just because I didn't know everything that would go on. I didn't know him as well or whatever. Yeah, what I'm gonna say about Tim and Lila is that I know it's wrong, but I'm not gonna lie. The first time I saw it, I was like, "This is forbidden love. It's the good girl and the bad boy." I'm like, I'm totally on board. I'm 100 really? percent on board. Yes, I was so on board. I they- hated it, and it's only because it's fiction. And it's not my life that I can root for those kind of decisions. <laughs> <laughs> they do become I, my favorite ship, yeah. probably. Um, but I don't like how they first get together. No. Speaking from mine, I literally only wrote on my notes Tim and Lila because I really didn't care to write anything else because I hate them so much. Okay. <laughs> because I'm... One of the things that I seriously dislike about this show is that I can predict it. They do some things really smart, but I'm really sick and tired of every show being like, oh, the guy's hurt. Oh, I need comfort from another man. 
And then they go and get in a relationship, and oh, we can never tell them. And then they find out, and oh no, it's so bad. Like I'm sick and tired of this. Like I, I think that I, they make it sound like it's impossible for people to just remain friends and comfort each other from a friend level without getting frisky. And I'm sick and tired of that trope being over and over and over again. The thing about Tim Riggins is that women just throw themselves out at him. I'm not even kidding. (laughs) Throughout the whole five seasons, women are just throwing themselves at Tim Riggins. I know, but she didn't like Um, him. And he, well, I mean, he might have liked her secretly, but she didn't like him at all and then she's just like sucking his face out of nowhere like why you gotta do this this is dumb they were in the rain you know and they were crying and then tim had his arms around her (laughs) i kind of understand rain (laughs) rain elizabeth's interpretation she would have been kissing tim riggins too that's, I never would have dated Jason Street. <laughs> that's true, Jason. Jason. I never would have dated Jason Street. Okay, so who were some of the characters you did like? Yeah, had, they do have. There's a grand stuff. total of three. All right, and they Coach, are. Coach, his wife, and Herc, and that's it. I love Coach and his wife. Everybody else just makes me angry. Even Grace. Okay. Even wait. Even, even Matt. Matt. Matt was like Matt was Matt was heartwarming at first, and then he just got annoying. Grams. I relate too much to her, so I can't like her. She's suffering from and dementia. I <laughs> know. You're like a well, 70-year-old Alzheimer's patient. I probably will be. <laughs> I come from a family full Look, of dementia, so I'm when, like, I can't like her. When well, Grams uh, gives Coach the piece of cake and is like, you come back, Coach, you know? <laughs> like, I it's love so Graham. sweet. And like, then at one point in season two, she orders herself a tiara, like a real tiara. And Matt is like, this is $14,000, we can't keep this. And she pulls it out of the box and places it on her head. And she's like, you can't put a price on happiness. And she's so happy with the tiara. tiara. I just love it All so right, much. fine. Let's put it this way. As of seven like, episodes in, I either like people, am neutral to people, or hate people. But you do and like I'm Coach, neutral to Grandma. You do like Coach Taylor and Tammy Taylor, his wife. Yeah, I think they have a really cool relationship. They're so great. I, They're like, Tammy Taylor, I love her so much. And I could watch those two characters just all day, and I basically did all week. It's just watch them. Yeah, well, I mean, I come from a family where like you're not like people don't tend to be very outwardly emotional about things, um, unless it's like just straight up happiness. But like, not really tons of physical affection, not in a bad way. But like, I mean. My parents always gave each other, like, quick hugs, and I'm like, okay, yay, I'm like, or, like, a peck on a cheek or whatever. So to see, like, a couple that is, like, not that my parents aren't, like, deeply in love, but, like, yeah. to see, you know, a couple that's outwardly affectionate like that, mm-hmm. I think it's really cute. And then just the way that they understand each other and that... And challenge You each get other. to mm-hmm. see, yeah, they challenge each other and you get to see, like, their relationship... And they do tick um, each other off, but they deal with it in a they healthy do. way. Yes. I, I think they're really good from that. And not that, and you know. And they're such good parents. Yeah. Like, they're such good parents. And I'm not saying, like, my parents don't do this or normal parents don't do this. But, like, you get to see, I think, a really special look into their lives. Like, normally when you see, at least for me and the type of shows that I watch, when you see a married couple and you get to see multiple sides of their relationship, it's usually a sitcom. Mm-hmm. So, like, to find something that is a drama but not a heavy drama that shows that it's nice. Like, I really like other relationships. Like, I like Ray and Deborah, and everybody loves Raymond, and I like, um, 
like Malcolm's parents on Malcolm yeah. in the Middle, and you know, there's a lot of shows like that. From that what like, I remember, yeah, like from Malcolm in the Middle, that like the thing about those characters is like it's also kind of like these absurd situations, and yeah. here you get to deal with these like small stakes of their lives, like. Uh, Tammy wants a bigger house and they can't afford it, mm-hmm. you know, and they have to deal with that. Um, or just like Tammy being a high school counselor and like he has to like go to her as a coach and then as a husband and ask for advice. And she, I love how strong Tammy is and that she challenges him. And she doesn't like, she doesn't just buy, she supports him in his career. She doesn't just give in to the football mania that mm-hmm. is Dylan. Right. I was going to say, um, one, I think Jason Kadams does relationships like that really well because mm-hmm. um, he also did Parenthood and Christina and Adam are like one of my uh, favorite solid uh, mm-hmm. married married couples. Um, it's the same way Coach and Tammy are. Also, one of my favorite moments from the first five episodes was was in the episode where Coach forgets to tell her about the party, right? Um, which is just the whole thing is just fantastic because it just like builds and builds and like mm-hmm. he doesn't even like cop to how big it is, like right like, fifty, well say sixty and, <laughs> and, and, and well, <laughs> right. Um, but then like my one of my the favorite part is just when she's under the table like uh-huh. picking up stuff or whatever, and he's like getting under there and he's getting mad because she's not helping host and she's like. I can't be happy right now. When I can, I'll be back up to host. Yeah. But right now, I'm going to be under here, and I'm going to be ticked at you, so just deal with it. Yeah. And their back and forth is so amazing. And to prepare for the role, they actually drove from L.A. to Texas, because everything was filmed in Texas. They didn't build sets. They rented out houses and uh, shot within those houses for the, um, the TV show. So they drove together, and... The writers and directors were not happy about it. They were so scared that they were going to be having an affair by the time they got to Texas. But <laughs> they weren't. They weren't there. Nothing like that happened. Oh, in a funny in episode two, there's supposed to be a love scene between them, but the guy that plays Taylor was at uh, Coach Taylor was so uncomfortable with it that they couldn't do it. I was going to say that's one thing. Like I, um, I really like the way that they kind of do. Like mm-hmm. you see, like that they just had sex or whatever, but it's very like you see yes. them talking after. Like you don't mm-hmm. see, you it's know. Such a, it's actually a great choice to not show it, right? Yeah. Right. Like you see that they have this healthy relationship and mm-hmm. and and stuff, but like you're not shown it. Yeah. And I, I really yeah I do like that choice a lot. Mm-hmm. Well, and it places more emphasis on the friendship. And relationship and mm-hmm. companionship, I should probably say, of the relationship. And they're like really partners, you know? Yeah. Really a team. Instead of just like what so many shows fall on is the sex aspect of it. Mm-hmm. And, and I think that, I agree with Kim, I think that's a really wise choice. This is switching gears though, because okay. I just thought of another character that I both like and dislike. Okay. That, so I guess I should say I respect this person, and you're going to find it surprising. I respect Voodoo. Okay. Okay. First I think off, I respect him as did a character. You him from well, yeah. <laughs> so, That's Aldous Hodge. Of course, I recognize I Aldous. It's just like he seems like he's supposed to be the enemy within the show. He is, and I'll tell you why. I mean, he is a jerk. He's definitely a jerk. Yeah. But I understand his motivations completely. Like he's got this speech in there, where he's like. Um, you know, oh crap, where did I where did I write it down? Um, 
He's not there to make friends. He hates the food, and he just wants to get his butt to LSU. Mm-hmm. Like, that's all he cares about. And I'm like, that is solid character motivation right there. He just lost everything in Katrina. Yeah. He is not going to want to go there. He's not going to want to go from one state where he's steeped in pride and culture to another state that is, like, completely, like, mm-hmm. crazy about football, crazy about themselves, crazy. Not in a mm-hmm. selfish way, but, like, Texas is another one of those states where we're like, <laughs> we are from Texas. They and like, are. Ah! Yeah. <laughs> so the, the fact that, you know, he makes those motivations clear Mm -hmm. um i think it was super wise of them because this is like a pit stop on the way in his life Mm -hmm. um so i don't know i found that really interesting like and yes he did terrible things by like calling um reyes oh yeah those racial um yeah racial slurs and stuff like that um but it also not that it's excusable it fits it mm-hmm. so fits because he's just an angry dude. Yeah. And if he comes from a state where they're they're really proud about their culture and goes to another state that's just really proud, just so really proud. Like, yeah, just really proud. He's going to think that like and he already probably had a little bit of like a um can't think of the word that I'm looking for but like self-centeredness, you know, like a hey, I'm awesome because he was a star coming to another place he's totally gonna think that he can give he can teach him a thing or two you know so not that i like him but that he is a solid character to he me. Is a solid and character. i kind of they wrote him enough <laughs> i don't think he needed to be in there anymore but i wish he was uh you get to see him again really um, yeah later on he comes in for an episode oh mm-hmm. is it a versus game it is a versus yes. game <laughs> She's excited. I might actually watch to that point unless it's like episode twenty two, then I can't remember I what episode. So. I can't even remember what season. <laughs> I was gonna oh. say I'm on like episode nineteen. Never mind. <laughs> That's not happening. I'll just I'll think watch about episode it. nineteen, by the way. I love it. Is that the father-daughter dance episode? I think that's the last one I watched. I only okay. said episode 19 because you had said it was episode 19. Oh, I really that's don't hilarious. Know it is I'm pretty not. sure it is. It's such a good episode. Okay, well, can I talk about Matt for a few minutes? Because he's yes, one of my favorites. we yeah, definitely need to talk about him. Matt is one of my favorites. Like, he's just so precious. Like, the mm-hmm. way that he takes care of his grandmother yeah. and, like... Oh, I agree with that. Okay, and him and Julie's relationship in the first season, the way they come together, I think is one of the sweetest love stories right. on television. Just at the first season. I'm not talking about the second right. season. The first season. I I, yeah, I like Julie still in the first season. Mm-hmm. Um, as seasons go on, I start to not like her as well. Yeah, I have some things um, I could say about that. But, but, but yeah, and, and their relationship, too. Like, I'm not as on board as mm-hmm. as time goes on. I'm fine with them, but I'm not like... The thing about Julie is that, yeah, she does get annoying, but I also see so much of myself at that age in her, which I'm sorry to say. Thank you so much, Mom, for putting up with me. Like, the way that that Tammy and Julie interact in like the second season was like my mom and I went through a period where I she couldn't say poor mom I'm so sorry she couldn't say anything right to me and like we were fighting all the time I'm sorry too Elizabeth mom (laughs) but anyway um I also love anytime Matt and coach are in the same room together talking he's always so like it's just so funny it's so funny to me like and it's just like Matt 
doesn't really take the time to feel sorry for himself or anything mm-hmm. like that. Like, mm-hmm. he just knows this is his life. He just knows, like, he has to take care of his grandma. Yeah, he'd like things to be different. He'd like his dad to not be who in Iraq is. and who he is. Um, but, and when does his dad actually come home? Have you seen any of that, Janelle? No. Okay. But, like, he just, he even sees what it does for his dad to be home and is like, you've got to go back. Like, and that just, that sacrifice, knowing he's all alone, mm-hmm. again, dealing with his grandmother, because, yeah, technically she is his guardian, but he's the one that's yeah. doing everything. Like, you know, and so it's just, he is just so sweet and pure. <laughs> and, I love him and Landry. Like, I love their friendship, and I love it when guys give bad dating advice to each other. I think it's the funniest thing. And Landry has a lot of bad advice. Like, when she he tells God. Matt to um like it's matt's like second game or first game and he's like you know when you they interview you just go out there and say like the craziest thing like really the weirder you are the better <laughs> like what are you talking about landry like what are you talking about okay. it's so funny so what are you what janelle what are your feelings on landry on landry yeah well i wanted to say first matt i should clarify the character of Matt, I think it's a pretty solid character. I'm okay mm-hmm. with that, but the way he's acted bugs me a lot. Um, the whole let's stutter on every word when we don't actually have a stutter, that's just how we're conveying that he's shy and uncertain. That gets so annoying. Okay. <laughs> so very annoying. And I don't buy it after a while. It feels like fake after a while. I don't think it's fake, but it's I, it ceases to be, it it it, sh- it 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 stops feeling real to me. It feels like it's acting, to me. I mean, I know it is acting, but like, I don't know. It takes me out of the show. Okay, mm-hmm. that's my deal with Matt. I think he's a cool character. I think that's all, you know, See, that kosher works for and everything. Me. Yeah, but like, I don't know. I'm not I'm not a fan of the actor. Not that he does a bad job, but I'm personally not a mm-hmm. fan of it. Mm-hmm. Um, now, Landry, I, I don't really, Landry's another one of them that, like, yeah, he's fun when he's on screen, but I mm-hmm. still, I kind of, um, he's... You haven't really got to know him yet. Weak sauce to me right now. Like, I, I've, in trying to find out about another character, I found out about the crazy stuff that Landry ends up doing later in season two. Yeah. But right now, like, Landry, he feels very much like like second string for sure like he's definitely a backup character right who's there to brighten up the screen when he's there but i don't really feel much about him except that i really did like the episode with reyes where he's totally calling matt out on his bull crap Mm -hmm. um landry tends to annoy me Mm -hmm. like sometimes i like him but oh like because the way in which like he he gets an idea in his head and like he just doesn't let it go he does it to matt Mm -hmm. and he does it later on with tyra Mm -hmm. and like that annoys the crap out of me Mm -hmm. and like i I find it annoying like at the beginning of season one like a little bit but then in later seasons like Mm -hmm. it comes back in in ways i really don't like some of the suggestions that he makes to matt i just think are so funny and there's this one scene i think it's in season three it might be at the end of season two um, Tyra is so, like, upset that she's on the waiting list for uh, UT. And they're driving back from UT. 
and she just can't stop talking about it. She can't stop beating herself up over it. And Landry pulls over the car, and like they like have this like big you know talk or whatever. And he's like, I don't care that they don't believe in you, and I don't care. I don't even care that you don't believe in yourself. I believe in you. I believe you can do this. And I just love that scene so much. And um, I like Landry overall, and he does. I you know you mentioned something this week that he came on strong onto Tyra mm-hmm. which I can see definitely but I think that that evolves into does evol- for me it evolves into a friendship that I can really respect yeah, um, even- eventually it does and I really like his support of her and their friendship later on yeah that's one thing is they kind of established like they don't really establish but all the main characters except for Street are pretty much sophomores except for Smash right yeah, yeah. Smash is yeah. a junior right um, and I think they kind of now Tim. I don't know about Tim. I like I know that he when he graduates, but I'm just kind of like, <laughs> did you get held back a few years, Tim? <laughs> like, I'm just like, I because it's hard for me to think that he. I really thought at the beginning that him and Street were the same age. Right. Like it. It seems like it. Um. It seems like in a way that should be, but then I know that yeah, like he graduates with the rest <laughs> of them, which could just be like. He has a little, he has a few struggles and doesn't graduate on time. Maybe. Um, But then again, like, they kind of put Lila, which you would have thought she was a senior in the first episode. They kind of don't mention grades that much, like, in the Mm -hmm. first season. And then they kind of just kind of establish, or, you know, kind of let it play out where they all just happen to be sophomores and all graduate at the same time. But I don't think they really... Does Smash graduate? No, Smash is the one that is a junior. He does, I think, leave a year earlier. Yeah, because I was going to say, they do establish that he's a junior. (laughs) Um, A follow-up suggestion, if you liked Friday Night Lights, is uh, Last Chance University. It's on Netflix. It just came on Netflix. It's a documentary about um, a small town in east mississippi and it's about a community college in east mississippi it's really good janelle i don't actually recommend it for you (laughs) it is all about football it'll fuel my rage janelle i recommend it especially for you and let me watch you watch we should yeah we want to do like a live stream of this Uh watch (laughs) janelle just get angry I, I love it, so it might, like, uh, like I might get a little hurt seeing your anger right now. I need some time <laughs> to not to distance myself from it before I can recommend it well, for the podcast or anything. I hate football on different levels. I don't like watching the sport because, honestly, I can't comprehend it. Mm-hmm. There's too many moving pieces. But I hate more what is made of football, how it how it can go and pervert communities into these you know make it into an idol unto itself yes yes. and that is where my anger comes from with football Mm -hmm. like so let's rate it um well we've already seen it and i will watch it again eventually i I plan to finish this rewatch i this is keep texting me your thoughts because this is a good one that i can like since i have already seen it like i can be doing other things at the same time and it can be my comfort food as like i'm trying to figure out this semester right (laughs) janelle do you think you'll keep watching for a little while longer probably not i mean it's gonna be something that maybe if i get curious or something like that or maybe if i see the actors in something else and then go oh okay maybe i'll go back and watch it or if I show up at one of your guys' place and you're watching it, okay, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, so did you think you liked it? Or, like I didn't dislike it. 
Okay. Let's put yeah, it that way. Like high praise. I was. Hey, well, you know. No, okay. I'm, I'm saying for really, Janelle, high praise. That's like, very high praise. It sounded want... sarcastic. It wasn't. Okay. So <laughs> no. That was that was being completely seri- serious. Yeah. This is just not my thing at all. Yeah. Um, I think now, if you want to put this out there and and say as far as football things go. Mm-hmm. Like, looking specifically at football. I think this is probably as good as you could get with football and have me like it. Okay. Um, did it surprise you that you kind of didn't hate it? Yeah. Yeah, I think it did. And here's <laughs> here's where the really high praise comes in. I liked it 10,000 times better than Gil- uh, not Gossip Gilmore Girl? Girls. Gossip Girl. Woo, yes. So there you go, Elizabeth. <laughs> Making you feel validated. Kim. What are we watching next time? So we are going to watch Dr. Horrible sing-along blog next time. Um, and this is not on Netflix or Hulu or anywhere. So check your local library. Mm-hmm. Um, and also, since we're having to watch it on either DVD or Blu-ray, and it's not very long. It's only 45 minutes or an hour. So they also then did a musical commentary to it that is on the DVDs. So we're also going to watch that. If you want more I Love It Don't You content, visit our website, iloveitdontyou.wordpress.com. Our website has links to all our social media, and our email address is iloveitdontyou1 at gmail.com. Follow us and let us know what you thought about the episode. Thanks for listening, guys. Thanks, guys. Thanks. Thanks.